Chapter Thirty Three of Summa Contra Gentiles, First Book on God, by Saint Thomas Aquinas, translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Thirty Three, that not all terms applied to God and creatures are purely equivocal. It is also clear from what has been said that things predicated of God and other things are not all purely equivocations, as are the effects of an equivocal cause. For in the effects of an equivocal cause we find no mutual order or relationship, and it is altogether accidental that the same name is applied to various things. Since the name applied to one does not signify that thing to have any relationship to another. Wherefore, it is not so with the terms applied to God and creatures, for in employing these common terms we consider the order of cause and effect, as is clear from what we have said. Therefore, certain things predicated of God and other things are not pure equivocations. Moreover, where there is pure equivocation, we observe no likeness of things, but merely sameness of name. Now there is some kind of likeness of things to God as shown above. Therefore it follows that they are not said of God by pure equivocation. Again, when one thing is predicated of several by pure equivocation, we cannot be led from one to the knowledge of the other, for the knowledge of things depends not on words, but on the meaning of names. Now we come to the knowledge of things divine from our observation of other things, as shown above. Therefore the like are not pure equivocations when said of God and other things. Further, the use of equivocal terms breaks the continuity of an argument. Therefore if nothing were said of God and creatures except by pure equivocation, no argument could be made by proceeding to God from creatures, whereas the contrary is evidenced by all who speak of divine things. Moreover, it is useless to predicate a name of a thing unless by that name we understand something about that thing. Now if names are predicated altogether equivocally of God and creatures, we understand nothing of God by those names since the meanings of those names are known to us only as applied to creatures. It would therefore be to no purpose to prove about God that God is being, good, or anything else of the kind. If, however, it be asserted that by such like terms we only know of God what he is not, so that, to wit, he be called living, because he is not in the genus of inanimate beings, and so forth, it follows at least that living, when said of God and creatures, agrees in the negation of inanimate being, and thus it will not be a pure equivocation. End of chapter 33 Read by Michael Shane Craig Lambert, L.C.